1: Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. This is the story of the dilemma of Curry Harrow a young research scientist who believed in the evolvement of man only through science and nature. The ideas of religion or faith in God he firmly excluded. Man was his super being. The kingdom was here and now, and there could be no hereafter. For to him, the possibility of life after death was a primitive superstition. For this reason, Curry Harrow was determined that he would, while he could, serve nothing but science and himself. Until hospitalized one day after a serious car accident...
0: Jenkins. Jenkins, what have you and old Doc Blanchard done to me? I... I can't move. Answer me. Why am I on an operating table? He's opening his eyes. Dr.
2: Blanchard, come back. I think... Of
0: course I'm opening my eyes. I'm talking when you act like you don't hear a word. Blink your eyes. Nod your head. Give me some sign Mister Blanchard! Why can't you hear me? For pity's sake. Do something! Poor Cory. it's dead.
1: Our mystery drama... Beyond the Barrier was especially written for the Mystery Theater by Stella Moss. It stars Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by General Electric Citizen Band Radios and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. After a long, late session at work in his favorite place in the world, the science lab, Dr. Curry Harrow, young and brilliant research man, was driving home. The pelting sheets of rain, the wet, glistening roads, the penetrating glare of lights from cars speeding noisily in both directions challenged and irritated him. He turned on his radio, stepped hard on the accelerator, and began to hum along with the tune that came from his loudspeaker. of
0: lightning cut sharply across the darkness, and a mighty crash of thunder shook the air around me. Briefly, I saw a white panic seize the face of a driver who had lost control of his speeding car. Like an arrow aimed at a bull's-eye target, he swerved mercilessly across the white line that divided traffic in two directions. Glass shattered headlights tangled. The metal bodies of two cars wrenched and buckled into shapelessness, then ground to a halt. Inside my car, there was a splattering of blood, a tearing of muscle, a bone, an agony of pain. As I lost consciousness, my last thought was that I was not going home for dinner.
2: I know it looks next to impossible, Dr. Blanchard. But we mustn't give up on Curry.
0: Do you think I enjoy collecting corpses, Jenkins? Death is my least favorite part of being a doctor. Hand me that sterile bandage, please.
2: Oh, yes, here you are.
0: I know Curry's value in the research lab as well as you. Respect for his seniors? No. But brilliant, yes. Tops of the new scientific crop. That
2: bloody, mutilated young body. That promising young brain doesn't
0: make sense. Well, get to the end of the line, my dear. All the nurses, regardless of age, are in love with Curry Harrow. Really, Dr. Blanchett? Yeah. that's that? We've stitched up his flesh where necessary, supported the bone breakage the best we know how. Now, if we knew as much about miracles as we do about medicine, perhaps we could get him to open his eyes and recognize us. Thank
2: heavens he's still breathing. What a head-on collision, that must have been.
0: Still not much of a pulse. Or blood pressure. And we better not set our hearts on this one. Sometimes even the best doctors and nurses are only human. How oh, well I know. I have another patient next door. I won't be long, Jenkins.
2: I'll wait till you get back, Doctor. I won't stir from his bedside.
0: Jenkins. What is all this? What have you and old Doc Blanchard been doing to me? Why can't I move? What am I doing on an operating table? Stop tucking me in like a baby. Answer me, Jenkins. Curry, you're opening your eyes.
2: Dr. Blanchard, come back quick.
0: Of course I'm opening my eyes. Why shouldn't I? uh, Why can't I move? My arms... Don't stare like that, Curry.
2: Please try to give some indication that you recognize me. Don't speak if you can't. Just blink your eyes. Or maybe you could
0: nod your head a little. You're out of your mind. Here I am talking to you, and you act like you don't hear a word I'm saying. Cut it out, Jenkins.
2: We're not playing games. Try, Curry. If you hear me at all, Give me some sign. Okay.
0: If that's what you want, I'll I'll blink my eyes. I can't. My lips are like stone. I can't both them. Try to understand me, Kai.
2: Try. You've been in a terrible car accident. Doctor Blanchard and I want to help you.
0: I never felt better in my life except for this strange feeling of stiffness that I don't understand. What's even stranger? I'm having no trouble at all speaking to you, but you don't seem able to hear me. You'll be all
2: right, Curry. But you must try to help us. Say something. Anything. Just do something.
0: Oh, but sake, Jenkins, shut up. All right, so, so, I can't blink my eyes. That doesn't mean I can't nod my head. I just need to... Your fingers, Macy. It doesn't have to be your eyes or your head. I can't do it. Not only my eyes, my whole head. I can't dodge. My head can't move. It, it, and my toes and fingers. me, Jenkins.
2: What if you and Dr.
0: Blanchard done? No
2: heartbeat. And no hope. No Curried. Dr. Dr. Blanchard is right. We can't perform miracles.
0: Shut up, Jenkins. Do you hear? Oh No. No, you don't. You don't. Strange. That sound. It's... It's not like any sound I know. It's... It's inside me. As well as all around me. I... I'm being wrapped in it like in a soft cocoon. And this curious pressure against my inner body as if something imprisoned there is trying to get out. What is it? You're crying, Jenkins. <laughs> Why? It's something wonderful. I don't understand it, but... Look up, Jenkins. Look. Look, I'm not all cold and stiff anymore. I've got two cells. The one you're crying over down there. And the thing that was inside me and it through... Look up here, Jenkins. I'm actually floating in mid-air. Any new developments with Curry, Jenkins? I'm doing fine, Dr. Blanchett. It's all over. It is not all over. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm sorry. We did the best we know how. Look up here, Dr. Blanchett. This way. I can see and hear them. Why can't they hear me and see me? Pull the sheet over his face, Jenkins. Don't do that. I, I know what. I'll touch you. I'll touch you both. You can't hear me or see me, but, but that doesn't mean you won't feel me when I touch you. Now, the whole staff will miss his fine work.
2: I know I'll miss him. For lots of reasons.
0: I'm touching you both, but you don't feel it. Can't seem to make physical contact. Let's go get some hot coffee, Jenkins. We both can use it. Wait, wait! Don't go. Wait. They've gone. Why is it I'm not terrified? I know what. I'll touch my own hands and face. Maybe that will explain something. I can't make contact with myself either. What's happening? Why do I feel so formless, weightless, like... like a floating cloud? Dr. Blanchard, Jenkins... You... you can't just leave me here like this. I might be suspended in midair, unseen and unheard, forever. Don't be frightened, <gasps> Who are you? Where are you hiding?
2: I'm not hiding. I'm quite close to you.
0: Your voice, it... Your voice sounds familiar, but I, I can't quite place it. You will. In time. I was able to see Jenkins and Dr. Blanchard when I heard their voices. Why why can't I see you?
2: I'm on the other side of the door.
0: I'll open it. The door is locked.
2: Locked doors are no problem, Curry.
0: Can I ask you a question?
2: Of course. Only I can't promise to answer.
0: I hear your voice, but not not as I heard Jenkins and Dr. Blanchard, Not as we understand what hearing a person's voice might mean ordinarily. Yes? It's as if... As if I were picking up your thoughts in sound patterns before you actually speak the words.
2: Don't you want to come through the door?
0: Through the locked door?
2: It's no problem. Just comes through as if it weren't that.
0: But that's not possible. Try it and see.
2: Why are you hesitating? There's nothing to be afraid of.
0: I've never been afraid of anything in all my life.
2: That's the way I remember it, Curry. Just take a deep breath and come through. Float right through the locked door as if it weren't there.
0: I'm moving toward it. It's almost as... As if I were flying. I'd feel better if I could understand it, if there were some kind of reasonable explanation. Through, Curry. Come through. A solid door, and I'm, I'm passing right through as if it wasn't there.
2: Didn't you know you could trust me?
0: Then where are you? You said you were on the other side of the door. I was. Then show yourself. Show yourself. What do you think I came through for? Where's that strange sound coming from? What's sweeping me through time and space, spinning me round and round like an overwhelmed top? Does no one hear me? What's happening to me? I hear you, Harry Harrow. Uh, I'm a research scientist. I pride myself on understanding time, space, motion. But what's happening to me now defies description or understanding. Have patience, Curry. My mind is clearer. My sense is keener. My memory more vivid than I'd ever known them to be. Yet no matter how I try, I understand nothing. Do you hear me? I must know what's happening to me. You have only to look closely. All your life is passing before you. What? Huh? Everything you ever did or said. Every person you've ever known. All my life... Oh... That's why all these people, all these places... (gasps) Over there. There's my younger brother, Jim. He was killed in the war. He was my mother's favorite. Was he? Jim. Jim! Uh, Wait a minute, it's Curry! Disappeared. Oh, but there, there in his place, just the way I remember him, there's Jim's dog, Bruce. A a car ran him down while I was away at school. Jim loved that dog more than he did me. Did he? Uh, And over there, there's Aunt Janie and Uncle Bob. They went down together in a plane crash. I, I can't grasp any of this. Where does it come from? Time is a matter of choice here, Curry. Well, can't someone stop this... I, I I've got to think things through, talk things over. That's up to you, Curry. Just as you wish. Cora, Cora, wait. It, it's Corey. I, I want to talk to you. It stopped. The whirling and spinning have stopped. That's what you wanted? Or wasn't it? I think so. I'll be back after you've rested a while but cora cora where is she
2: right here beside you curry right here beside you
1: so curry harrow brilliant young man of books and science is facing a situation which thus far has defied his scientific expertise how long will it be till he can uncover an explanation or even a theory that will throw some satisfying light on the bewildering circumstances that surround him? Or are there some things beyond the comprehension of even the most brilliant young scientific minds? I will return shortly with Act Two. Curry Harrow, a young man who under ordinary circumstances was proud and secure in his own self-sufficiency, now finds himself shaken by doubt and confusion. He is seized by a deep and intense feeling of loneliness as he moves through a realm of existence whose patterns of time, space, and motion are completely devoid of any comforting elements of familiarity. Cora has appeared beside him. Cora... You don't look the way I expected you to.
2: None of us do. I'm happy to see you.
0: It's been ten years. Ten years.
2: I don't measure time anymore. Hmm.
0: Your voice is the same. Soft, gentle, and low. <laughs> An excellent thing, a woman.
2: Why did you call out to me, Curry?
0: I don't really know. Oh. Everything stopped short, and I... I guess I just stopped with it. I see. I want very much to touch you, Cora. If I could, I, I think I might understand better some of the things that are happening to me.
2: You can try, Cora. I'll come nearer. I'm going to hold you close only for a second or two. I don't mind. Well?
0: contact with you. You're not tangible, Cora. There's, there's no warm flesh or blood. There's, there's only... Only what? Something I almost recognize, but not quite. I I I can't identify it. Where am I, Cora?
2: Everyone has to find that out for himself. Before you go, isn't there anything you might want to say about
0: Us? Not if it's feelings you want me to talk about. You know that sort of thing was always pretty impossible for me.
2: Ten years haven't changed you very much, have they? I was hoping some things wouldn't be the same. Oh.
0: Don't try to shame me, Cora.
2: Please understand this, Curry. Agony is an emotion that no one feels here. So you see... There's nothing that you can do for me, or for any of us, for that matter. There is something, however, that you can do for yourself.
0: For myself?
2: This is the time and the place to unlock all unspoken feelings, Curry. Here.
0: Now. Oh, Cora, you frighten me.
2: There are more things than a man's work, Curry. There are friends and family. Neighbors and lovers. It's your feelings about them that you keep locked up inside yourself. Why, Curry? Why are you so afraid to let them out?
0: I don't want to discuss that.
2: You never did. Everything always your own way. That hasn't changed
0: either. Well,
2: there's really nothing more for us to talk about, is there? At least, Not
0: yet. One thing. I want some answers from you. Where am I? Where? Who is this guide? Where in the name of sanity does he intend to take me? I have to go. I won't let you. Not till you've answered my questions. Find your own answers. Don't try to evade me. If you leave me with my questions unanswered, I'll do something. Do you hear me? Do you hear me, all of you? Wherever you are, I'll do something awful shocking. It will be remembered till the end of time. That's enough, Curry. No one breaks the peace and quiet here. Besides, you should be grateful, not frustrated or angry. Grateful? What for? Cora forgave you a very long time ago.
2: You had better go, Cora. Goodbye, Curry.
0: Will I? Will I see you again? Cora doesn't decide that. There are many other factors. I I don't see her anymore. Why didn't she wait for me to say goodbye? You have other places to go... and things to do. Where are you taking me? There is nothing to be frightened of. This way, Currier. Why must everything spin and whirl this way? It's the way things are here. That is no explanation... Those endless faces whizzing by, those places stirring up the past. They're things I haven't thought of for years. They shouldn't frighten you, Curry. No, no, I, I'm not frightened. I'm confused. I'm bewildered. Let me out of this. Whatever it is I want out. Why, Curry, is there something that troubles you in those reminders of the past? They're over and done with. They're sad, strange, far off like shadows or echoes. Nobody can undo the past. Now, what use is it to unreal it like an old movie at breakneck speed? It can't accomplish anything. That remains to be seen. Look at them. Look at them whiz by like rockets meteors, schoolmates, teachers, relatives. Even an old friend or two all long gone watched them all waving, smiling at me. Not a single one that I cared very much about. That I did anything for. And the truth is... Not a single one of them cared very much about me. Is that what you really think? Oh... I them go away. I've had all of it I can bear. It, it, it's... It's phony. If any of them meant the least little bit of it, they'd do something to get me out of this. You never asked them. Oh, no. My father, my dead father, is pushing himself out of his grave. Is he? Don't do that. Please, please don't. Don't do what, Curry? I. I thought I saw a corpse. Not this. So you said. But my father is formless, weightless, floating like Cora. Not a corpse. I was hoping you'd come, Curry. I'll be back whenever you're ready. I'm going to leave you two alone together. You don't seem very happy to see me, Curry. Well, perhaps you're not picking up my thoughts. It takes a while to learn to hear things the way we do. Oh, I'm picking up your thoughts, all right. I learned all about that from Cora. Nice girl, Cora. I'd have welcomed her into the family. That was between her and me. I'm pleased to see you, son. I'm pleased you wanted to stop by and see me. Just so we understand each other. It happened. Just happened. I had nothing whatever to do with it. Nobody asked me, and I didn't tell them. You had no desire to see me? Are you sure? Why should I? There was never very much between us. In fact, I wondered sometimes how you and I could be father and son... I'm proud of the fine work you've been doing. You've become an important man in your field. Yes, and no thanks to you. If you'd had your way, there'd have been one more banker in the family. Where were you when I really needed you? Doing everything you could to stand in my way. I said I was sorry. A father only wants to see his son grow and prosper. I thought... You thought banking was the top of the ladder. Because that's how you made it. Big, wig, Father Harrow. His way was the only good way, the only right way. Well, I'm glad of the chance to tell you there was a better way for me. Today, the top of the ladder is science, and I thrive on it. I not only love it, I'm one of the best. That's good, son. What's better is that I made it without you. On my own. Oh, save your praise for someone else. I don't need it, and I don't want it. I can understand the way you feel, son. But must you open old wounds? I'm pleased you did the thing you wanted to, but... Please, don't preach. The self-righteous father it was one of the things about you I hated most. I'm sorry for that, too. You don't know what sorry means. When you died, I was relieved. It made my whole life possible. I can't tell you how happy I was never to have to see you again. If that's so, Curry, then why, over and over again, do you have the same recurring dream? Why do you keep dreaming that I'm trying to push myself out of my grave? You... You know about that? I have no need to leave my grave, son. I'm content with things as they are. You have outstayed your welcome, Curry. Goodbye, son.
1: Well, Curry, aren't you going to say goodbye? I've said it all. Death was too good for my father. I have no regrets. How quiet everything is.
0: How motionless as if every door and window everywhere in the world was tightly closed. No time in this place. No days, no months, no years. A human being never feels more alone than when he faces his innermost feelings. No. No, you can't make me do that. I think you want to. Stop standing in your own way. My father. Where is he? You passed him by. The irresistible force and the immovable object. Curry, Harrow and his father. It was always that way. Provocation after provocation. Don't give an inch. Perhaps you can guess why. Oh, I know what you're thinking, but I I won't accept it. Never. Why not? Because it's not true. I am not like my father was. Not in the slightest. Maybe you just won't face up to it. That's not an easy situation for father and son. It's impossible. We could never get through to each other. You should have told him that, Curry. He wanted very much to hear it. I couldn't. I tried time and time again, but I couldn't. What's wrong with me? You're not quite ready, I guess.
1: It has been said that to himself, everyone is an immortal. He may know that he's going to die, but he can never know that he is dead. Can this be at the root of Curry Harrow's difficulties? Or is it rather that learning itself, received into a mind by nature weak or viciously inclined, serves but to lead philosophers astray, where children would with ease discern the way? I'll tell you more about this when I return shortly with Act Three. How true is it that fear of danger is 10,000 times more terrifying than danger itself? Confused and apprehensive, Curry Harrow moves closer to his guide, as if seeking protection from what lies ahead in these areas of the unknown. He is determined, if he can, not to be alone again. As they move through a world of mists and shadows, Curry's guide is directing his attention to something. Curry sees it. That stream of bright light burning in the distance. What is it? That's where
0: you're going, Curry. But everything around it is dark. It doesn't seem to illuminate anything.
2: You don't have to be afraid, Curry.
0: <gasps> Cora, everything is going to be all right, son. my father. Move toward the light, Curry. It's, it's growing brighter every second. It's it's like a magnet. I, I, I don't want to go toward it, but I can't help myself. There's nothing to worry about, son. you see.
2: Everything is going to be all right.
0: How broad the beam is. Yet it, it, it seems directed only at me. Take your time, Curry. There's no hurry. No hurry at all. I want to see Cora. You did see her. But where is she now? I, I, I just heard her voice, but I, I can't see her. And my father, why can't I see him either? You saw him, too. The light is blinding me.
2: Try to understand, Coyne. Just
0: follow our voices. We'll show you the way. How warm it feels. As if I was being absorbed by a warm, bottomless sea of light. And it was the most natural thing in the world. Cora, father, where are you leading me? This light, what is it? What is it doing to me? We're
2: close by, Curry. We're never
0: very far away, son. Why do I fear it? And at the same time, why does it fill me with such feelings of awe? Such strange anticipation. Move toward it, Curry. (gasps) Jenkins, Dr. Blanchard, if you really care about me, I need you. time has run out, Curry. Open your eyes. You will be able to see. No. No. Look up, Curry. Oh. Reach out. Oh, the hospital. My research lab. I, I I, must talk to Jenkins and Dr. Blanchard. It's important. Reach out, Curry. I can't. You can't make me. Whatever is behind that light is... I beg you. Don't let it touch me. I couldn't bear it. Why not, Curry? I'm not... Ready! Not yet! It's all right, Curry. Nobody minds. This is not the first time that it's happened. (laughs) What's to become of me now? I'll take care of it. I've done it before. Many times. How did we get into this narrow black passageway? It twists and turns like some crazy kind of corkscrew, like. I can hardly push through. Just let it happen, Curry. Every move is a struggle as if I was fighting for something. It, it my sense seems numb. There's almost no air in here. There's enough. Just breathe deeply. Oh, all these sharp-edged corners, we, we keep twisting and turning past. The darkness gets more like pitch all the time. I, I, I don't see how anyone could find his way out of here. Is there no way out? One man does not have to understand everything, Curry. Some things don't need to be understood. They just are what they are. I want an answer. Is there no way out of here? Is, it, is that what this is? Do I twist and turn past promising corners that lead nowhere, struggling through this darkness until the end of time? In perpetual motion through infinite space, time, space, motion aren't there any other things that matter to you? Yes it's one more thing that I don't understand, but in the midst of all these extraordinary experiences i i I have a most unusual yearning, one that i've never had before i I'd love to see something really familiar. The passageway is growing wider. You should move more easily now. Yes. Yes, and the and the darkness. What's happening to all that thick blackness? I I've been fighting my way through. It it's turning white. It's all turning white before my very eyes. Turn the corner, Curry. Why not? What have I got to lose? Suddenly, I'm I'm impatient, as if. I... What is it, Curry? Why are you staring like that? I have no idea how we got here, but I do know where we are. That desk over there. You recognize oh, it. Oh, do I? That's the desk where they check the patient's charts. That's the that's the closet where they keep some of the bandages and pills. And over there, that look, it's the operating room. And here is the lab. You and I have been floating through the doors and walls and ceilings of the most important building I know. These white corridors are as familiar to me as my own name. Hold still a minute, Curry. Well what what are you pointing at? Down there. That table covered with a sheet. The one that Jenkins and Dr. Blanchard are standing next to? Oh, someone didn't pull through, I guess. I, I wonder who it is. Lift the sheet.
1: Ah, that's
0: hard. It's me under that sheet. Cold. Dead. And I'm floating in the air with you at the same time. Don't you think you ought to do something about it? Hey, uh, Jenkins, Dr. Blanchard... Don't let them take that body away. They don't hear me. Why not, Curry? What's that? That's the sound you heard... When you left your body and floated in midair for the first time. Don't you remember? Oh, of course. After Dr. Blanchard and Jenkins pronounced me dead in the hospital... I should have forgotten that sound. I remember how Jenkins cried as I heard it. She's crying now. You know what you have to do. I'm not quite sure. Do it, Curry, while you're still formless and weightless. Help me. No one can help you. I wish Jenkins wouldn't cry like that. Get back into your body, Curry. There's no more time to waste. I'll try. I'll try. Gently does it. You're going back into your body exactly the way you came out. It's working. It's actually working. I I don't even have to try. I'm being drawn back inside bit by bit. No pain, no pressure. I'm actually going back into my body as if... I'll be leaving you with Jenkins (laughs) and Dr. Blanchard. You'll be in good hands. Remember me to Cora. And to my father. I'll miss them. I'll tell them that. This. this is it, Curry. <laughs> no- the
2: sheet that's covering Carey. It's
0: moving. Oh, don't just stand there, it's Jenkins. Pull the sheet off. Yeah. Close eyes,
2: Dr. Blanchard.
0: They're blinking.
2: He's trying to nod his head and his fingers. Look. Look, he's opening and closing them.
0: Oh, it's fantastic, Dr. Blanchard.
2: Those are the very signs of consciousness that I begged him to show me just before he duffed.
0: What kind of foolish talk is that for an experienced nurse? He no more died than we did. We simply diagnosed his death prematurely. mistake. Uh, Jenkins... Dr. Blanchard. What is it, Curry? The black corridors. Who oh, painted them white? They were pitch black. Black corridors?
2: White?
0: Uh, his mind is wandering. Uh, study, study, my dear boy. He... He wants me to stay where I am. Just like you. Well, I'm making up my own mind. It depends on... Uh, um, This time we do not pronounce him dead. Quickly, Jenkins, let's get him into intensive care. Well, Jenkins, how does it go?
2: He seems to be breathing normally. Blood pressure? Okay.
0: Pulse okay, too? Mm hmm.
2: Even his color is good. What bothers me is that he. he won't open his eyes.
0: Hmm. Come on now, Curry. Enough of this nonsense. You're in lots better shape, so open your eyes. He's trying to say something. Time, space, motion, whatever that means. I'm going to slap him a couple of times. No response. Still the closed eyes. It all went so fast.
2: He's opening his eyes.
0: The devil does he see near the ceiling?
2: He stares up there as if hypnotized. That
0: sound again. I'm going to follow it. Just the way I did before. What, sir? What on earth is he talking about? I don't hear a thing. Stay where you are, Curry. You're going to do all right. There is no doubt. You're going to do... Dr. Blanchard. Jenkins. I'm... I'm going to be all right. Of course you are. Yes. Let me fix your pillow. You've given us quite a time, Curry. That car accident you were in. A beauty. Funny. After the first few minutes, I didn't feel a thing. I... I seem to have lost track of time. How many weeks is it since the accident? How many weeks? I had the strangest feeling that I've been away somewhere, that I've been gone a long time. (laughs) My dear boy, if you call being unconscious being away somewhere, and if you call 15 minutes a long time, then... 15 minutes? That doesn't seem possible. Yeah. Pour him some water, Jenkins. I want him to have these two pills. What he needs is sleep. Lots of it.
2: Curry, what makes you think you've been away somewhere longer than 15 minutes?
0: Oh, never mind, Jenkins. (laughs) Let me have those pills. It's pointless to talk about it. Neither you nor Dr. Blanchett could possibly believe me.
1: Curry Harrell recovered with astonishing speed from his car accident. Bones knit into place, muscles and tendons mended so quickly and thoroughly that the hospital staff has never stopped talking about it. Credit, of course, is given to Dr. Blanchard. But is that where all the credit is due? I will return shortly. group of research people is trying to shed new light on the possibility of some form of life experience beyond the barrier. Their study is based on the testimony of several hundred subjects who were revived after being pronounced medically dead. All who were interviewed agree that a part of them continued to exist after the medical pronouncement and up to their resuscitation. Though not identical, Their perceptions were much like Dr. Curry-Harrell's. He, by the way, is lending his own talents to this fascinating research project. Our cast included Russell Horton, Arnold Moss, William Griffin, and E.V. Juster. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale.
0: The room had been fitted up as a chemical laboratory... With glass-stoppered bottles, Bunsen burners, and other scientific paraphernalia, Bartholomew Sholto sat in a wooden chair by a large table in the center of the room. One glance showed that he was dead, with a ghastly, inscrutable smile on his face. Look here, Watson. What do you make of this? Well, appears to be a, a, a thorn stuck in the skin just above
1: the ear. Precisely. You may pluck it out. But be careful, for it's poisoned. Oh, dear. And read what's scrawled upon that torn sheet of paper
0: The sign of the four. In heaven's name, what does it mean, Holmes? Murder, Watson.
1: Murder. Vengeance. I have but to supply only two more links to have an entirely connected case. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12 hour cold capsule. Sounds of summer. Discover the confidence of Lexus Safety System Plus. Explore the possibilities at the Golden Opportunity Sales Event now through September 6th.
0: Available 2.49% APR financing
1: on a 2022 ES350 for up to 48 months. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.
0: Not a substitute for safe and attentive driving practices. See owners' manual. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important APR offer and pricing details. 48 monthly payments of $2191 for every $1,000 financed. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus Southern area only and in September 6th, 2022.